Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Kenny Rongo. Ken is a children's and youth worker at Grace Point Church. Karibu sana to another episode of our podcast. It's always a joy to be with you as we look at what is making headlines here in the country and all over the world. And as usual, we'll go ahead and help each other to process all that as followers of Jesus and citizens of a much better country whose build and the architect is God. Yes, that's what we do on this podcast on Mondays. This week, we look back at what has been making headlines in the news in the past one week. And as we do this, we'll be asking ourselves several questions. What makes people do what they do? Why? Do we have such news making headlines in the country and all over the world? How ought we to interpret all that has been making headlines as Christians? One story that has made it to the top in our newsrooms in the country is that of a log police woman who is at large and she has killed two men in two different incidents. Sometimes watching this story, or reading it in the newspapers, one is left wondering if this is really true or we are just seeing a movie. In a statement from DCI, George Kinoti, a few days ago, he appealed to the public to help arrest Corporal Caroline Kagongo, whom he termed rogue, armed, and dangerous. We are cautioning members of the public, especially men, to be on the lookout for this rogue officer who is luring men to her trap before executing them in cold blood, DCI George Kinoti said. Now, hearing such a story of a police woman who took an oath to protect the lives of the citizens, but goes ahead to kill them, what do we make of it? How do we process all this? As we think of this police woman who is at large, we cannot stop from being worried after multiple media reports show that murders, shootings, and muggings are on the rise in the country. In the past week alone, at least five cases have been reported on the news of killings, some of the incidents being attributed to police officers and others to civilians. Besides the Kalora and Kagongo killings, another police officer is alleged to have pushed her lover over the balcony in one of the estates here in Nairobi. Elsewhere on Tuesday, a KMCT clinical medicine student was killed in Homerby by someone suspected to be her lover. Again, in the same week, a 27-year-old man surrendered himself to police in Iten after he confessed to killing his 23-year-old wife for cheating on him. And I can go on and on, recounting other murder cases that have been reported in the past week. Now, with all this, what as Christians are we to make of it? Now, before we answer how we ought to think about all this, let's look into more stories that has been making headlines in the past week. Internationally, one story that hit headlines was the assassination of Haiti's president. The attack took place in the early hours of Wednesday when gunmen broke into the president's home, shooting him dead and seriously injuring his wife. We ought to keep praying for this country, the country of Haiti, which has 11 million people, 59% of them living below the poverty line. This country has seen a lot. With about 200,000 people, if you remember very well, 
getting killed in the 2010 earthquake. And now the president has been assassinated. What a pity. What are we to make again of such assassinations? In other news making headlines, COVID-19 deaths in the past week has hit 4 million mark in the world. According to WHO chief, he said the following to a press conference at WHO headquarters in Geneva. The world is at a, a very sad point in this pandemic. We have just passed the tragic milestone of 4 million recorded COVID-19 deaths, which likely, he says, underestimates the overall toll. This is quite devastating news, isn't it? And as Christians, we need to keep praying for all those families that have been greatly affected by this pandemic. As we keep praying for a quick and lasting solution to this pandemic. Now, even as we continue to think of COVID-19, we need to really ask ourselves the same question we've been asking ourselves in other news. How are we to process all this as Christians? What is the root of having a pandemic that has wiped out 4 million people? As we get to answer this, we can mention a few more other stories that have hit headlines in the country and outside the country in the past week. In the past week, we lost a veteran journalist, Hilary Ngueno, big household name because of his immense journalistic achievements as an editor, as a publisher, as a broadcaster, and a documentary filmmaker. As we continue to mourn his death, we also ask ourselves, what do we make of death? How ought we to interpret death of prominent people as we see them hit our news headlines? And not just that, but even deaths of loved ones, of people who we don't read in the newspapers or watching the news. On the political scene, we have seen this week an exchange of words between politicians, even as they continue to accuse each other of disloyalty or betrayal. Again, what do we make of such news? How do we process all this? What exactly is the root of all this harsh exchange of words and each other accusing of betrayal and disloyalty? What do we make of it? Now, before I bore you with all these questions that I'm not answering, I want to draw your attention to how we ought to respond to all these news that we have looked at today and that has been making headlines in the past week. When it comes to news, one theologian by the name Carl Barth said, take your Bible and take your newspaper and read them both. But, he continues to say, interpret the newspapers from your Bible. A very good piece of advice here. Interpret what you read or watch from your Bible. And if we do exactly that today, we realize that the root of all we have talked about today and has been making headlines in the past week, or in the past month, or in the past year, or in the past decade, or in the past century, it's sin. It is the fall that happened in Genesis 3. You see, dear brother and dear sister, every time you see that devastating news headline or that very disturbing news story, do remember that this is evidence that we do live in a totally broken world. Yes, 
may those killings, those deaths, those assassinations, those accusations of betrayal, and many other things remind you that all humanity, that is all people, come from Adam. When in Genesis 3, Adam and Eve disobeyed God and disregarded what he had said, sin then came into the world. With us all are products of that first Adam. When he disobeyed, we disobeyed. And we can clearly see the effect of the fall and of sin as we watch news on our TV screens and as we read newspaper headlines. And even today, Satan continues to use the tactics he used in Genesis 3 and makes us distort God's word by saying it's not clear. He makes us question God's word by saying it's not true. He makes us distort God's motives by saying it's not fair. But we all know that as Christians, the story of the Bible doesn't end in Genesis 3. Yes, there in Genesis 3, God pronounces judgment for all sinners. But even in the midst of that judgment, he gives hope to fallen people. He promises a serpent crusher who will come. The story of the Bible then continues to tell us that Jesus, the serpent crusher, came. One who was better than Adam. Unlike Adam, who rebelled and disobeyed, Jesus, the second Adam, obeyed fully. And the good news is, all those who put their trust in him are made right with God. Through Jesus' obedience, many are considered righteous. With us, you can watch the news today with a different perspective, with a heavenly perspective if you like. Praying for all those foreign people, we see that the Lord of mercy may open their blind eyes, that he may change their heart of stone and give them the heart of flesh, one that will help them to obey him and to keep his laws. So, this week as you watch news or as you read news, why not keep praying for many who are fallen and are sinful and are involved in all kinds of sin and wickedness? Why not pray that God will make them to behold Jesus? And even as you do this, why not keep longing for the new creation, one that will be better than Eden, where there will be no sin, no death, and no devil himself. Until then, we long for this new creation. Until then, we wait for Jesus' return. Until then, we pray and we evangelize. We pray and we tell others about Jesus. Many thanks for listening. See you next time. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Brisbane Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website, gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again tomorrow for a new episode. Goodbye.